Hello, Steven Universe. We are back with a Steven Bomb. We are covering episodes 114 through 118 today, and we will see you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I like how you addressed Steven Universe directly. Uh, specifically. <laughs> yeah, like not, not Steven Universe fans, just like you, just Steven, Steven Universe. <laughs> We're talking to you. Specifically. And Steven! And Steven! And Peggy! <laughs> it's been a great day, you guys, and it has been an incredible Steven Bob. Welcome back, Steven Universe fans! Welcome back, mm-hmm. AfterBuzz TV fans! It's been a month and some change. It's been two months since it's we've been a time. Here. It's been too long, is it how long it's been. It's been yeah. a big chunk of time, and we are back with a Stephen Bomb, and if Wikipedia is to be trusted, regular episodes for at least three weeks after that. So we hear, anyway. So we hear. I'll believe it when I see it. Exactly. It, yeah, tell me about it. But for now, we are covering the most recent Stephen Bomb, that is episodes 114 through 118, Stephen's Dream, Adventures in Light, Distortion, Distortion. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun show tonight, y'all. Gem Heist, The Zoo, and that will be all. <laughs> yep. Nice. With me, of course, are my fantastic co-host, Emma Fife. Hi, that's me, Emma Fife. It's my name, it's also my Twitter handle, and where you can find me on the internet. Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaget. That is K I A X E T. Uh, we have. Do we have the live chat? Oh yeah, it's we happening. Chat it's up. all happening. Everything's great. We also have the Twitter hashtag ABTVSU. So if you have any questions, if you have something fun you want to put in there, uh, go ahead and throw it in the hashtag or the live chat. You may well get a shout out. I kind of want to approach this, like, the first two on their own, but the last three is kind of a chunk. Honestly, all of these episodes, like, really went together. There were let, Let's just put it this way. Pretty much all of these episodes ended on a cliffhanger in some yes. way or another yeah. so that they were really all drawn together. Because, I mean, by the end of the, you know, the first of this sort of chunk of episodes... Greg had already been abducted, and so, and I was, and, and Steven Universe, even though they're only 10 minute episodes, it's fairly infrequent that each episode is not a semi-self-contained story, so for, to, you know, jump right into it and have Greg, like, be gone, and it's like a major (laughs) cliffhanger at the end of the first of these episodes, it was, I was thrown for a loop. So for, In a good way. For what it's worth, I am glad that this was released as a bomb because they played out almost like a movie. Yeah, yeah. And waiting I agree. a week between each of these would have just been like, It would have been awful. It would have been absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. What this, did you think of the bomb? I I thought this was great. I, I... Because we, we've been like, oh, we need to go to Homeworld for, like, a couple seasons now. And I was like, mm-hmm. how great would it be to get to see Homeworld? And granted, we didn't see Homeworld, but this is the most we've ever gotten to see about gem society. About gems interacting with one another in yeah. a larger capacity. Of the diamonds, this is the most screen time yeah. we've gotten for either of them. Well, I'm- and for me, too, one of the things I thought was, like, most brilliant about these episodes was when they decided to go, like, infiltrate the facility to get to the zoo. And they're all like... Oh, oh, we're going to be so obvious. And then Ruby and Sapphire, and, you know, Garnet turns back into Ruby and Sapphire. And then to immediately see them go back into the kind of deference a Sapphire would be paid versus the kind of scorn that a Ruby would be met with was just so interesting. And Pearl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Treating Pearls like walk right beside you. Chatty. Yeah. Ugh. Do you want me to say something, or is she going to just the, open the door? Yeah, that's all I'm You're good so for. You're so patient well, with her. Exactly, and, and the fact that literally she would not respond to anyone speaking to her except for Sapphire. It was just yeah. remarks on the fact that they were speaking. Yeah. And that just for Steven, oh, they're barking. What are they even saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do that to my cat. My cat doesn't bark, but Which, granted, I'd be know. concerned if she did. I don't know why the my gem mom had a cat that did. <laughs> I don't know why the gem speaking. Yeah, but the fact that she's not listening <laughs> says a lot. She, she let, we're here. Let's talk about Holly Blue Agate. Let's do this. Yeah. She. Oh my God. It's. I think it says the most about her that she's like. Oh well, I love Blue Diamond, and Blue Diamond is wonderful, but. You know, if I, was, <laughs> if I was made for yellow diamond, I wouldn't be complaining. Mm-hmm. I got to meet the diamonds and where is it? I'm sh- you fangirl. Yeah, but here's the thing: is even though 
uh, a gem has to be loyal to their diamond. She's essentially been stationed. Yeah, she she plays it up in her mind as protecting the pink diamond legacy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's in but, the boonies. But she is out in the middle of nowhere on a station that probably most of the remain I will assume two out of three of the remaining diamonds think is should be destroyed. Mm-hmm. In a culture that has a very, very high military structure and influence, she's guarding the art gallery. Yeah, exactly. And she I, doesn't and, like it. And, and she also, and again, like it, it's interesting to see her sort of try to, like, inflate her sense of importance. You know what I mean? And, and again, like so interesting to see her interactions with everybody else. And on top of that, as you say, it's like she's been relegated to really a pretty lame role in the grand, in the grand hierarchy (laughs) of things. But she, she's made it out to be like the greatest honor possible because in some ways, she honestly doesn't know any better, you know? Yeah. And I feel like for her, it's a self-preservation thing. She has to. It's If her sense of self-importance deflates, yeah. what else does she have? Well, And, prob- and she's awful to everyone around her because of it. Mm-hmm. Those well, amethysts. And, and again, probably just as, as another way to make herself feel better about her lowly position is that sort of like, well, at least I wasn't made on Earth. Yeah. At least yeah. I'm a step above all of these, you know, worthless garbage people. <laughs> right. And, and pa- she was horrible to them. Like, exactly. And, but cow. that but that is part of her inflating her sense of self-importance mm-hmm. is like, not only, you know, does she act with a more sort of arrogant attitude, the way it manifests a lot is, is in her putting down of all of the other gems around her. So she's just a wonderful gem. She's oh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and also showing like, overly exuberant deference towards yeah towards anyone that's considered to be basically of the noble class yeah exactly so a lot of it to sapphire and and obviously sapphire is just fumbling Mm. (laughs) we're rusty you're new don't worry we'll make it work Uh, and she's just falling all over herself and trying super hard and holly is just (laughs) so willing to be like there's a sapphire here of course i'll give you a tour of the facilities never mind that literally no one's ever asked for that before it's a couple of uh funny comments about holly uh agate in the chat uh standing by life says holly struck me as a strict and dramatic socialite uh (laughs) oh my god renji90998 says uh agate is like a catholic teacher at an all-girls school Dang. Who's having a penguin moment? You've seen Blues Brothers. Yeah, she she definitely has that, like, nun with the ruler in her hand sort of. For sure. Absolutely. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got. The the amount from Sapphire and Ruby that we got this episode, um, because I will say that the one thing I didn't like about this entire arc was how forced the beginning was, and that mm. was, and this is the problem when you give yourself a character that can see the future, and there are there are things that I have like after watching this bomb a couple times now, I have been like, okay, I I have a couple ways I can justify it. But ultimately, all of this could have been avoided if Garnet was like, yeah, can we wait, like, a week to go? Like, we'll take you, but can we wait a week? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not safe right now. Or just tell them, there's a diamond there. It is stunningly unsafe. We can't go. And part of that causes problems for, oh, God, there's a diamond on Earth right now. But part of it's just like, I can't, we can't go, you can't go, don't ever go. Oh, God, I made Stop it more interesting. Questions. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just like, you just told him not to go to the elephant graveyard. That That's what yeah. this well, is, except the, it's inadvertent. The only justification I can think of is that, one, she's overwhelmed with all of the possibilities of mm-hmm. everything that could happen, so 
in her mind, this was the safest bet, even though it didn't turn out well. Yeah. She saw the whole thing going down and went, yeah, this is better in the grand scheme of things. Or she saw herself telling him the truth and the truth still didn't work. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't she know. she panicked. I think, yeah, I think she panicked. It, it didn't really bother me. And on top of that, like... I don't know, and forgive me if they have been really, really specific about, like, her seeing of the future, if she knows, like, exact time, date, location, but, you know, she didn't, she may have not necessarily known, like, oh, we could, yeah, Yeah. we could, we could wait three weeks and have the exact same outcome, so, you know. She gets very specific scenarios. Right. Not all of which are... They're all possibilities. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, and, yeah, she probably saw a lot of possibilities of getting caught and everyone getting killed yeah. and well, just freaked and out. Yeah. the certainty of Blue Diamond on Earth is something that fills, you know, Garnet the most, like, cool, calm, and collected of all the crystal gems <laughs> with absolute terror. <laughs> like, it, it, because of her background with her. Like, yeah. she was Sapphire's diamond, and, you know, she was going to kill Ruby, so Ruby hates her, and Sapphire's downright terrified of her. And I love that Blue Diamond did not recognize them when they came face-to-face. Yeah. It was just like, I didn't order any humans. Weird. But I do want humans! <laughs> <laughs> well, in their way, kind of how like many Blue crystal diamond gems are actually way. left? Yeah, they probably think they wiped out most of them. Well, if not, we all got of them. Peridot's report, kind of, didn't we? Yeah, but like Peridot also fudged when she called um, Yellow Diamond. Yes, this was like it was an accident. Nothing to nothing to worry about here. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Plus, they're still expecting the cluster to happen. Yeah. So, yep. And that we we put yeah. a temporary solution to a permanent problem. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, that they, they not... did say they were like, "Yeah, too bad." There's you know this <laughs> weapon of mass destruction growing in the core of your planet that's just going to ruin it. So <laughs> they don't know it was bubbled, and how could they? No, that's true. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. This this whole this whole thing. Uh, like I said, that's the only thing that bothered me. But that is honestly a nitpick out right. of how good like the rest of this was. And, and I learned it's not perfect. No, we expect her to be quite a bit because she's kind of the responsible adult in this scenario. Sure, mostly, sure. But she is absolutely not perfect. Yeah. I mean, I I think that also I it. Again, like, you see sort of the imperfection of all of the adult characters in this show, and I think that this first episode was a really nice episode, and and actually the zoo episode as well was a very nice episode in terms of, you know, Stephen and Greg's relationship. You know, you all know I love Greg a lot. <laughs> we a all lot. love Greg on this um, panel. No one can, re- no one can. What was it? I know. No, it was so. It was so funny when he. Yeah, no one can resist the universe. And the other thing he said that was really funny, which was in the zoo, was like, "Huh, I've never, I haven't like broken this many hearts since I had all my hair." Like it was great. It was great. But I loved that you know Stephen, you know, came to his dad, being like, "No one will take me to this place that I really want to go." And Greg's like, "You know what, Stephen?" I, I understand. I know an adult that'll help you out. And they got Greg's... Andy. <laughs> yeah. Uncle I Andy. I so happy. I'm glad that cousin Andy, Andy. was one of those, we brought him in and then we forgot about him. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that he's still there. He's still on call. He's still available. Like, I liked seeing him again. Yeah, I did he too. He was fun. Yeah. He was great. Um, and, and of course, Stephen and Greg's relationship in this was great too, especially because we get a little bit of Greg's insight on Rose's relationship. Yeah. And when, when Stephen's wanting answers, he's like, why didn't you ever ask her about these things? And he's like, why would I? Yeah. Like, she didn't it, like talking about it. I loved, like, we both made our mistakes. I thought Disco was coming back. She yeah. started a war. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Like, it's like arson, murder, and jaywalking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd be young again. Uh, yeah. Well, and but I the love- other big thing was the past is the past. What matters to me is who you are now. Because we got that, or at least the first part of that, hammered in again in the last episode. With Like, seriously, you've been grieving her for 5,000 years. Can we, can we not? Can, can we seriously move on? Yeah. Yep. I was still stuck on the Korea montage and Greg, <laughs> and Greg trying to greet the gems in Korean, which was amazing. The part where they walked in on the actual Steven Universe storyboarders was just yeah. like, yep. Well, and it was cute. It was good that we had that like emo- like that emotionally uplifting montage right before the the 
Because there were some seriously emotional moments that happened over the course of this bomb, starting with the fact that he finally, like, kind of came to an emotionally boiling point mm-hmm. with the gems for their lack of full, you know... With, uh, for them not being forthright. Yeah, yeah. that, that... Those are the words. Yeah. <laughs> um, and which is something that's been a For long lying time. by omission, if you will. Yes. <laughs> and it's not so much we're not telling you that as we know things, you can't know them yet, we won't tell you why. Right. And it's the just trust me, but I'm not going to tell you. That is maddening because that's been Steven's whole life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And especially because there seems to be this understanding now after everything they've gone through that, like, okay, we're going to be honest from now on. You're old enough to understand. And this is the one time they're like, nope. Well, and stonewalled a little bit. Oh, it's an illustration in a journal. Yeah. And Garnet just flipped and then tried to use the stop talking about it, you're upsetting Pearl card, which is like, come on. Come on. Which kind of, again, it, it hints more at their, I mean, Pearl was, could have been Pink Diamond's Pearl? We don't I, know. We don't, we don't know. know. Though I did certainly get the impression from these episodes, and I think this is is, is sort of an overall thing in, in the series in general, is that Pearl was able to, like, break free of being someone's slave because she was in love with Rose. Yeah. yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> <It's> tragic. <laughs> Did you just have a Newton moment over there? Yeah. Love it, yeah. Oh, she just wanted to be a knight. <laughs> God, I was going to say something and I just completely... Overwhelmed by love. Do we want to talk about, like, seeing Blue Diamond? Uh, in... For the first time. For the first time, not in silhouette. Yeah. In, in a... Actually get... Yeah, for those of you wondering, that's going to happen all episode. <laughs> Actually getting to see her and then realizing on my second watch through for the Steven Bomb that she is just so surprised that a human has emotional depth and is able to understand what she's feeling. The only humans she's seen for 5,000 years are the bred humans in the zoo. Mm-hmm. And they're about as shallow as a kiddie pool. Yeah, I mean, they literally don't have any actual human emotion because it's they've been bred out of exactly them. yeah i mean they're they're just like raised in this perfect little harmonious <laughs> society it was very like hippy dippy flower power it's kind of like in uh in star trek the next generation uh in the first season when they go to that planet uh where like wesley gets in trouble for uh he like steps on a bush or something when he's playing a game and they're gonna like execute him because like that is a major crime in that society because like they just don't have any conflict no <laughs> or um just like the the idea that they have no concept of pain, pain in any way shape or yeah. form I, uh, I had a friend who was pointing out uh they've been running around in a forest yeah. and jumping off rocks how has no one injured themselves within living memory? They're yeah. very graceful. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Becca Lie in the chat asks a really good question uh, in regards to the humans and the zoo. How do you uh, think these people were instructed to procreate? <laughs> <laughs> the choosing. I feel, I feel like I'm <laughs> imagining the earrings giving the tab A slot B thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you have a very small society and, um, oh my god, actually, for real, oh my god, oh my god, thank you. <laughs> you have to come over and come over here, here. come over Let's here. Love you. Here, there's room on the, over here yeah. by the camera. Yes. There's yeah, a, go stand next to Katie. Chair. There's an extra chair. And you can talk into Katie's microphone and explain how this came about. Say hi. Hi. Here's the camera. Come on in. Oh, no, no, Don't be shy. Hi. So, uh, introduce yourself. Yes. My name's Rose. I basically met uh, Emma at Anime Los Angeles this weekend. And I was like, I said, like I've said in the chat a couple times, you guys need food. I'm <laughs> <laughs> No? No. We're good. We got. Uh, we're, we're we're it's under control. Continue. Uh, I'll bring y'all food. And I was just like, please <laughs> do it. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and here you are. I saw the tweet, but I didn't realize it was actually happening. I, I saw the tweet too, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's a that's a sweet sentiment. No. Nope. I did. I did tell her when our next show was, and she uh, goes to school close to here. uh, 
uh, Art Institute in North Hollywood. Oh, nice. And I was just like, oh, I'm, because I was driving by and I was like, is that the Afterbus? <laughs> That's a big sign. Yeah. Yeah. It's fairly clear. It's fairly obvious. So. It was, it, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Yay. The old studio was literally an incognito thing where we would have guests come in and they'd be like, Everybody in the chat um, says hello to you, Rose. They're all oh. freaking out. They also want to know if your last name is Quartz. Oh, <laughs> it's not. It's not. I mean, you're in the right Yay. studio. Yay! I, sh- I tell me. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, go to Rose. <laughs> no, this is way better. This is awesome. You actually, and made us pizza. I did. Mark, oh. Mark, can you get someone in here with paper plates? Because I don't want to like leave. Yeah, exactly. Here. Yeah, oh we'll uh, we'll yeah. we'll distribute this. pizza. Pizza. Yes. Yeah, it's you. a party in here. Okay, so Mark, while you do that, um, I've also been remiss in um, trying to give Katie her uh, Christmas present. Oh my god! Um, oh, but it's related to this show, so, so I figured now was the great opportunity okay. to do so. You're special now. You are special, dear. Hold yes. on, drumroll, please. <laughs> Which is going to be really annoying for anyone who's listening on a podcast. I know, right? It's like, what is this? Why can I hear What's that? What's going on? <laughs> Oh my god. It's like oh my listening god. to unboxing <laughs> video. It has a wrench and a green gem and it says Claude's. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Hooray. So Thank right you. Now. Thank oh you. God. All right. Do you want to hang out for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah please. Come, come hang here. out. Uh, sit, sit up on the couch. Okay. Yeah, sit on the couch. We'll get you a headset mic. Great. And then just sit right there in the middle. Yay! Donuts, you gave us pizza. Exactly. Please stay and be a part of the show. <laughs> I bring food. Stay. Yay! So if anyone's wondering about yeah. how to become an app, <laughs> just, just bring other hosts uh, food sometime. That's the entry fee. So. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> entry fee, just like bring food, make friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um... Katie, uh, Emma actually got me, uh, you know this, but she got me the lapis one, and she got it for us because we're roommates. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are real barn mates now. It's true, they are. I make you watch all of the terrible things that I'm into. (laughs) What season is that? (laughs) So good. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And And those other who didn't know we were roommates are like, oh, well, that Makes explains sense. everything. So, Rose, what did you think of these episodes? Yeah. Oh, my good lord. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting you on the spot. No oh, pressure. Oh, please. I love being on the spot. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, I watched them in advance because I have no self-control. And yeah. the internet hates me. Yeah. And you don't. Well, like, you're going to get spoiled. Yeah, and I it's know. like, it's less fun if you just see the whole, like, everything in advance. And so, I basically was just like you know, heck it, I'm going to watch it. And I wept happy tears and sad tears. And Patti LuPone. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Oh my god. Let's talk about that song. The meeting of the diamonds for one and what got me for that was the make it cheer her up sing something and it's immediately a minor key and discordant organ chords like oh my god it's immediately upsetting Ah. yeah (laughs) it's like i grew up in a music background and so i heard that and i was just like this is gonna be good (laughs) yeah it was swings into something really great but that beginning is just like even if you don't understand music, you are immediately uncomfortable. Yeah. I would have so expected good. nothing less. <laughs> I also, like, it takes talent for a singer to change their voice the way that Dee Dee Magno Hall does mm-hmm. in that piece. And it's so, it's it says a lot about her talent as a musician. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's great. And I think that some of that musical background plays really well into, you know, because she does, because basically, like, she and uh, Michaela do the voices of all the other, like, amethysts and pearls that you see in wow. these episodes. And But, you know, it's just like, Michaela, you can tell a little more because her voice is so distinctive. But, like, yeah. she, it... it, it when you are that trained as a singer, it's like you have access to... A larger, a range. larger range yeah. of your of your sort of vocal capabilities, if yes. you will. It's difficult to sing in a voice that is not your own. Yes, yeah. yes. And so. that's called altering the timber, and it's yeah. like it's going down where you're in timber. And <laughs> I, I make twenty fifth. You better dance. <laughs> yeah. And also, just like I like how that song humanizes the diamond so much more. Oh my just God. like that last, very last line that's sung is so telling about the relationship that the Diamonds had, be it, like, 
romantic, be it like sisters, be it like a family unit. It's just like they loved each other. There was, mm-hmm. I feel like there, I used to think maybe, oh, there's some conflict. Right, but, between all the diamonds, but, but that simply isn't yeah, the case. Yeah, no, they and were, they're close. And Sorry. it's a really good show that's able to humanize their villains in that way. Yeah. Because if you have a two-dimensional villain, you're just like, well, okay, I'm kind of rooting for you to go down. Who yeah. cares? And then if you wind up with, like, your Joffrey Baratheons or whatnot, you kind of yeah. go... I just want you to disappear off the face of the planet. I don't care how it happens. If you left and never came back, I wouldn't care. Yeah. And that's the point where your villain has gone too far and there's no point to them anymore. Yeah. yeah. But for this, you feel for it. You sit there and go, oh God, they were on different sides of a war and everyone lost yeah. someone. That Ugh. doesn't take away in any capacity all of the terrible things they've done. No, they, it no. doesn't. They've destroyed it, planets, they've no. ruined lives, and they they've driven a good sizable portion of their own population insane mm-hmm. with that with that weapon with they song. created. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it certainly also like loops back to you know, a theme that we're introduced to right at the beginning with Greg when he talks about like, "Hey, I know what it's like to lose someone you really care about. It's hard. It's awful." And that's ultimately why they're like, "I uh, like you. I'm going to put you in the zoo." <laughs> like, Would you? I'm amazed that you can relate to me. I'm gonna keep you. Yeah. See, what was nuts for me in that scene was just like, Greg, please don't mention the name yeah. of your yeah. lover. Exactly. The you miss. Don't is do the that. Yeah. Craig is smarter than that, um, though. That Thank could get God. things a lot yeah. awkward. Uh, Yisman in the chat said, never thought uh, a yellow diamond uh, would make me sad. I was expecting a Disney villain song. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Standing by Life agrees. The diamond song made me think it would be a sad Disney song, but... Yeah, no, like, and and just, again, kind of a nod to the animation, too, um, because, like, just that, just her expression, like, you can hear it in her voice, and you can see it on the page, and it's just, all of it comes together in a way that makes you go, I never, ever, ever thought I would feel sorry for this person. Well, and even her character does that literally long in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just the different character designs we've seen from yellow, from blue, and from the mosaic that we saw of pink. Even more so, too, from Blue Diamond on the long face front. Like, even her eyes yeah. like, remind mm-hmm. me of, like, a basset hound. She oh. is. And her just kind of like, I love her, and I want to protect her, and I yeah. want to give her a nice cup of tea. She's like, you're terribly <laughs> genocidal, but I feel so bad for you. Well, because you know it's not making her happy. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, yeah no. it's not. And that, like, that's the thing that I think makes the diamonds such strong villains is that it's it's my favorite like villain trope where villains are like well we all ended up on other sides of the war uh we've all done terrible things and we've done so many terrible things that we really can't go back now yeah it's yeah. not making me happy but i've committed to this villain thing and we're going to the bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, um diamond yeah. oh my god <laughs> what what yes exactly like Prince Diamond and Sailor Moon, who in the 90s deked up, was in fact named Prince Diamond. Boom. Full circle. God bless. In the song, we got a list of the gems that are under Blue Diamond and what they do. Yeah. It's like lapis lazuli are supposed to terraform. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, it explains the water thing. Explains things. Explains and things many other stuff. things besides. Yep. Which explains why our lapis was probably sent down to Earth in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah given and, what they were planning on doing with it. And we also got that the point of a diamond is to be a leader. You have all of these gems <laughs> under you stepped up. Yep. Yeah, and I, I'd also like, this kind of stood out to me, especially in the animation, is that the pearls almost acted sort of like rag dolls, mm-hmm. in a way. Uh. Like, the way that they were just being held, almost like, like a small pet, like a hamster, mm-hmm. or like a rag doll. And it was Purse just dogs. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was just, like, something beautiful and disturbing. Yeah, it is. It's that, it's that very uncomfortable thing of, like, how sort of freeing almost in a way to not be expected to have any of your own thoughts or opinions and to just 
belong to someone and basically be, you know, for lack of a better term, a kept woman. Though You're the, a yeah. very convenient tiny pet. Yeah, yeah. The, the the gems are Let not, stroke you. you know, necessarily <laughs> male or female, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> if your cat was also your butler. Yeah. <laughs> they need thumbs for that, Katie. Not No, they're, they're, they're like canaries. They're little worms. <laughs> I, I know some really smart cats. <laughs> we had a cat at the shelter that figured out how to open doors. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that occurred. Clever girl. Exactly. <laughs> it was exactly that. It was a lever door, and she, this cat had jailbreaks on the regular um, yeah. and let they, everyone look, out. Looking at the pearls in terms of, like, the scale size to the diamonds and seeing them move in unison, I kind of got, like, a wind-up toy. Yeah. Um, vibe from them. Yeah, yeah, like Tinker Toys, and you're just kind of watching them go, and you're like, ooh. Or, or like, with a music box, especially yeah. in this scenario. Yeah. Like, I'm going to play this cute little song to make you feel better. Uh, so, yeah, you guys do your yeah. curling thing. Yeah. Also, chat is loving you. Ant is asking if you're going to come back, Rose. <laughs> uh, Christina Farrow says, uh, love Rose's perspective. So, like, this is this is great. Hey, I'll <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I have thoughts and feelings. <laughs> so do we all. I know. Actually, I wanted to share a story. Um, another one of our wonderful hosts here uh, at AfterBuzz TV by the name of Frank Moran. Uh, he has a four-year-old daughter named Josie. Uh, her name is Josie Emma Moran. Her initials are Gem. Uh, that was 100% intentional, and she's named after Josie of Josie and the Pussycats, uh, who you <laughs> cool. can now see as a fabulous black lady on Riverdale, and I highly recommend yes. you do. Um, but anyway, so Josie is really obsessed with blind boxes right now, and Aww. she got a Steven Universe blind box. Like her, She saw it in a store, and Frank was like, she was determined. She's like, I need to get this, Daddy. And he was like, okay, you've <laughs> never seen this show. So now she is obsessed with Steven Universe. Good. So now, like, Frank is going on the, like, crazy Steven Universe journey, and he's like, there's so much backstory, and it's really complicated, and Josie loves it, but I don't think she understands what's going on. Like, this hurts me, and my child likes it. Yeah, yeah. Frank Moran to this after show right now. Uh, uh, that would be amazing if the door opened and Frank just came in. Just like, with, with Josie. I'm like a hundred episodes behind, but you guys. So I'm sidebar, and then we should get back to it, um, but I was at a wedding uh, a, couple, a couple months ago, and one of the flower girls um, was a big fan of Steven Universe. Yeah. We're, we're all getting ready for the wedding, and she's like, "Mom, I want to, you know, I want to watch uh, Steven Universe. Like, do you have the little little thing on the tablet?" And I was like, "Oh, you like Steven Universe?" I'm like, "Oh, who's your favorite gem?" Because kids don't expect oh, yeah. to know. And she's like, <gasps> her eyes like lit up. Like, yeah. She saw that I knew what she was talking about. She's like, "Paradox, Paradox, yes. funny." Yes. <laughs> See, my thing is like when a child or anyone mentions Steven Universe, I'm just like slide. Like, <laughs> we're friends now. Yes. Um, yeah, actually, I'll, I'll pose yeah. this to everybody then. Uh, uh, at Pat Visla on uh, the Twitter asked me earlier today uh, who my favorite crystal gem was. Uh, for me, I, I'm holding strong with Pearl. Yeah. Um, I, I just relate to that character a lot um i i think i have a little bit of amethyst in me as well because i'm like a little on the chaotic side and yeah. you know don't really follow rules if i don't think that they're good rules um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, but i but but pearl is just she's such a, a complicated character and it's so beautiful to i always i always gravitate towards the characters that are like stronger because of their unrequited love yeah, I don't yes. know why. I just do. Same. Because you're a magical Same. girl fan. Yeah, it's because I That's like... how you do this It's true. Thing. Also, like, Revolutionary Girl Utena, I have a tattoo of the Rose Crest on my back, and, like, she... There's literally that when she's battling her, like, her double self for the sparring thing, uh, it is frame for frame an Utena duel, so... Hollow Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Hollow Pearl. That was exactly what it is. Thank you. you. to engage in combat. Um, I have a long answer because I, I, I honestly love them all. Yeah. Um, short version of that is Garnet's the best, Pearl is my favorite, uh, Amethyst is my favorite actual stone, Sapphire is my birthstone. <laughs> Actually, it cracks me up. My brothers and I, my older brother and my younger brother, they uh, their birthstones are Garnet and Amma and and um, Garnet and Ruby, Aww. and I'm a Sapphire. I'm like, together we make a lesbian alien. <laughs> 
amazing. We no, and your them. brothers, they thought that was hysterical. Yeah, they did. They thought it was the best. Well, they haven't made an emerald in here yet, so I'm still kind of waiting for that. But uh, Greg's not a crystal gem, so that can't be my answer. Peridot. Angry green Dorito for the win. Oh, my God. Yep. I just, I love her so much. How about you, Rose? All right. So I'm going to kind of cheat and say Jasper because I want her Uh, to come and kill me. Um, (laughs) I want her to come to my house and beat me to death. Um, (laughs) Would you you be the the victim in this scenario? Or would you pull a lapis on her and be like, oh, no, 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 no. I just let her, like, kill me. (laughs) Pull a knife out. No. And then, like, for my actual favorite crystal gem, it's a tie between Peridot and Lapis. Yeah. But then I also have to give a little bit of props towards Alexandrite, because that's my birthstone. Yay! Yay for June. <laughs> my birthstone's aquamarine, in case anyone was interested, since everyone else said their birthstones. <laughs> okay. We need to get back on subject, yes. because we are a little short on time, yes. and we have a hard out tonight. We do. Speaking so, of Jasper... We need to... Oh, I was actually going to say, we should really cover Adventures in Light Distortion. Oh, because yeah. we haven't touched on it yet, because it doesn't... It's kind of an interesting episode because it's almost a standalone on its own in that it just eat the pizza. Just yeah, I know. I've just been like staring at it and I'm probably just going to eat some right now. Enjoy it. The arc, but it's not. It's kind of odd to talk about. It's doing its own little thing, but it's Mm -hmm. very important. It's one of those things where it's played up both for. I was like watching it again. I was like. Is this supposed to be funny or horrifying? And I think oh, the answer is both. It's yeah. a horror movie. We went full body horror. And I was that. just thinking like, cat fingers. That was just cat fingers. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. we went full body horror in some of the stuff that was happening. And just listening to the music and watching the music ramp up and then stop when things got really intense and just this well, this is the episode more than anything else that sits there and rips your heart out because this is Steven at one point alone. Beating himself up for the conse- for the consequences of his actions, actions and yeah. thinking that because of his actions he's lost everyone that he cares about. Like, mm-hmm. This is extremely difficult to no. watch. And just him crying, "I want my dad." Yeah, mm-hmm. above like, everything else, I want my dad. Sweet boy oh. has PTSD like, and lots of feelings. You you forget yep. that he's fourteen uh, because at the end of the day, in this episode, he is a scared kid mm-hmm. who. Yeah, again, thinks he's lost everything. And this yeah. is him at his breaking point of mm-hmm. just, like, calling out to the void. I I need my parental figure. Yeah. And it's just so... Again, kudos for the performance, because that, that yeah. was some incredible acting. It's oh so God, different yes. from, like, the usual, like, Stephen wailing, like, oh, like, it's right. more just, like, sort of wheezing, like... Please, somebody have mercy on me. Yeah, yeah this is complete emotional. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, we he, don't see that a lot from Stephen himself. That's true, yeah. because Stephen is a very positive, you know, chipper sort of character, and he he's you know he's the positive outlook. Like everybody else has all of this emotional baggage. Usually, Pearl is the complete emotional wreckage. Yeah, one. exactly. We've got, like, three episodes where that happens to her. Yeah, and so. and, and Stephen is sort of the he's the most sort of even keel emotionally, and and Greg is fairly even keel emotionally yeah. for the most part as well, which even, is a really great trait that Stephen got from his dad. Even yeah. when he's like you know kidnapped in this arguably very dystopian <laughs> society. Like he's pretty, he's pretty, pretty right. chill. They're braiding his hair. It's good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's got flowers in his hair. He's like, yeah, this is pretty fantastic. Actually, it brings him and, back to the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the other thing I wanted to touch on in this episode is that it sets up for what Wiki says will be the next episode. It's take care of Beach City while we're gone. Oh my and god, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm gonna die. I need this in my life. Supposedly, I really hope that is true. Supposedly that's really going to air next that. week. Well, I'm very excited. Here's the thing. If they don't do that, why make a point of telling both Connie mm-hmm. and Lapis and Paradox Take care of uh, take care of Beach City, City mm-hmm. while I'm gone. If it wasn't going to come back, they wouldn't have bothered to take the time to be like, you three specifically mm-hmm. need to stay here. And this is the team up I never knew I always wanted. Yeah. I feel so bad for Connie. Because it's like, we need this, we need this. I'm letting you know, no, we can't wait. No, you can't come. We have to go now. Please just cover, the, hold the fort till I'm gone. 
And if they hadn't used the gravity engine, it would have been 140 years. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to point out that Connie, Lapis, and Peridot have never formally met. <laughs> and oh, I'd God. like to that see is that. That is true. I'd like to That's see very true. That. They haven't actually met, so... And I'd like the awkward conversation on tape, please. I'd love for the episode to start right after they leave. Oh my god, yeah. I start with a ruby falling through the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, no, I know when they took the ruby ship. I love I in that sort of body horror episode, um I did enjoy uh the time where they all got like distorted to be ruby sucked. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's they are what she meant by this setting. Well, Peridot never explains anything. That's why we never listen to her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be your problem. Mm-hmm. I work tech support, so sometimes it's like Yep. Mm-hmm. I saw this okay. comic that was like, oh, what if when Lapis and Peridot are like taking care of each city, something comes out of the water and Lapis just like water hand slaps it, just destroys each city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anyone knows that comic, link it. It's hilarious. It's like the worst flavor of whack a mole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so that, I, I just I wanted to touch on those two yeah. bits because one of them is set up and one of them is just like, oh god, that. That hurt me more than literally everything else in this Steven Bomb. Yeah. Oh, boy. Steven's just the type of character you don't expect to kind of go through that emotional turmoil. You expect him to feel for everybody, and you expect him to go through things a normal protagonist goes through. Because Steven is, at his core, like, he is all empathy. He feels everything that everybody feels. He feels for everybody. He can imagine himself in anybody's shoes. It's one of his greatest qualities. So to see Steven be, like truly emotionally devastated by his own emotions is crazy. Yeah, and we've seen that more than once this season. Yeah. <laughs> Steven suffers the yes. movie. I didn't want to hurt anybody. Hashtag Steven suffers. Oh, <laughs> Alright, we are trending. running a little short on time. We need to talk about the zoo. Mm, and we need this. to talk about Famethus. And just kind of the whole last oh. episode. So let's talk a little bit about this zoo because, oh my god, the oh. people in yeah. this zoo. I mean, we touched on it a fair amount already, but you know, it it really is like hippie commune, like totally <laughs> idyllic. These people have no sense of the outside world whatsoever, so they don't know that like they're living really miserable lives. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I, See, I the thing of... is, I'm not sure they are living really miserable lives. I mean, from the point of view of somebody like myself, who yeah. is very ambitious and driven, and um, like having to. Having the freedom to make yes, choices exactly. and to yeah. go after your dreams. But if you're not aware that you're missing something, are you missing it? Yes, you absolutely are. Yeah, 100% <laughs> always. I think this episode made a really good argument for zoos. And the yeah. talking with Greg and saying, look, they don't know what they're missing. They're taken care of. All their needs are met. Yeah. And I'm looking at the zoos we have on Earth going, okay, how yeah. many cheetahs are left? 7,000? They're severely endangered? But we have cheetahs and zoos, and we have breeding programs, and so it's not, we should put all animals in zoos, it's, you know, they serve a purpose, and they can help keep species that are going extinct from going extinct. But it's just interesting to see the perspective of humans who are... At the top of the food chain in terms of like eating and and well, also are sentient is yeah, the difference. yeah and also you know decision making yes and to see decision making completely taken away even from a person's like spectrum of thoughts and actions and understanding yeah exactly it was it was. Uh, it was very it was very unsettling for me. I'm yeah. in pain. I think this is what pain feels like. Yeah. Oh my God. Greg on the reverse anime harem. That oh was my God. So Greg is killing it. And I loved that when Greg introduced the idea of being able to choose for yourself, that all of them chose Greg because they're That's like, so here's this guy with all these far out ideas. He's a rock star. He's amazing. Far out. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of the choosing is just like, okay. Here's all these humans. We don't have any new people coming in for the past oh, a couple thousand years. We need to keep the genetics diverse enough to keep yes. them from inbreeding. Mm-hmm. So let's do the choosing and let's have it be this little event and everyone's happy and everyone accepts the choice. And so it's like, oh, you know, from a zookeeper perspective, this makes a hell of a lot of logical also, sense. None of them are wearing pants. Yeah. Oh no. Very oh, no. disconcerting. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. In the chat, um, Orion Knight says, uh, I can't remember who said it, so somebody earlier said it in the chat, uh, but I agree with whomever said it was a lot like The Giver. Um, yeah. Ka- the Giver! Oh my god. Catherine, Catherine Nguyen mentions Brave New World. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, Matthew uh, Abley, or Abley, I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, uh, says I got a Garden of Eden vibe from the zoo, which is exactly why I say they need to learn how to make choices. None of them are sick. None of them are children either. And so you start having a couple, again, because their lives are are quite scheduled to sure. us. But again, looking out here, it's like, there are no old people. Yeah. And what do they do when someone gets hurt? And what do they do when someone dies? Do you cover that up because you don't want the concept of death to I exist? Mean, you, you send them, them to a farm up north. We know, we know as soon <laughs> so as the far. status quo gets shaken up, the amethysts come on in. I want I my own emotional support so amethyst. Much. That would be so great. Oh, I'll never choose it again. I know. Yes, you will. <laughs> so, that was so funny because like that's so true like that is the heartbreak but especially when you're younger that you go through when you know a relationship does end or somebody rejects you and you're like I'm never gonna love anybody ever again and like yeah you will but this is like consoling a bunch of 10 year olds it was great and the person they have a crush on told them they have cooties oh Oh, sweet that's basically what this was (laughs) Uh, no I and then and that I think rolls in nicely to like the the whole thing with the amethyst yeah oh my god the Amethyst. I um, want them to hug me. Yeah, and just so the great. cliffhanger for that with the oh, you two are in big trouble. Bring them in, and Amethyst going, they caught me, they caught me. They oh my god, the looks on your faces. Oh my Aww. god. I also like. I, I fell in love with the Amethyst. That has like the one rose curl. It's like I'm sure they said her name, but oh my god, she was so cute. Yeah, and I love her. Well, they were all adorable. And what I what I pictured when we were being told about Gem Society right. is that all rubies looked alike, yeah. all amethysts looked alike, all you know sapphires yeah. looked exactly like all gems looked exactly the same, except for pearls, which were customizable. Seeing all these amethysts with distinct looks and not necessarily distinct personalities because they were all very similar right. to our amethyst, but it was still like. Oh, thank goodness. Like, you know, a gem can be an individual. Yeah. And here's the thing. They were all made on Earth. Yes. I wonder if them being individuals was seen as a flaw. Maybe. Probably. 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 Uh, Yeah. I think it absolutely was seen as a flaw. And I think it is because they were made on Earth that they are a little more unique because they were, you know, made in what is basically human society. And I think that that... Like influenced their their development and growth, well, and the the fact that they were all rushed too, mm-hmm. like they were all rushed jobs, the, mm-hmm. the primes and the betas, yeah, um, they were all rushed, which means they're imperfect. Mm-hmm. You can have tiny little skinny, yep. you know, like a uh, pipe cleaner the tiny Jasper, Jasper. Mm-hmm. Um, who who also I think was my favorite. Oh like, my god, I love <laughs> like um and yeah, so and you can have you know amethysts of varying sizes and everything like that. So yes. it was really cool to see how being physically unique affected yeah. them. Yeah, and the fact that they were so willing to turn on Holly because Holly has spent all of the time that they have been there treating them terribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show me that your filthy vein of quartz has worth, and just like, yeah. oh wow, that. Mm. Oh, also, the racism like, is really I obvious the second time you watch it. That like Skinny Jasper is like a whole head taller than like all the amethysts, and I'm just yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, so amethysts are not as big as Jaspers. Like there's no. obviously a, like a different cast there, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Also, Carnelian is just a precious child. I want to. Fuck. <laughs> yes. I'm not the shortest anymore. anymore. And props to Kimberly Brooks. Like, yeah. She did Carnelian and Skinny, and just like again that timber though. She's, uh, yeah, she's insanely She's talented. fantastic. Yeah, uh, but yeah uh, we, we covered a bulk of this episode because a lot of it was talking about the diamonds and the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. We'll say And it basically other... ending with, oh, yeah, we are, um, Earth is about to go, so if you want more humans, we need to go get them now. Before yeah. or after they destroy all of the remaining rose quartzes that are bubbles. Yeah, oh, God. That's oh, a... mass genocide. Huh. <sighs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, because if you want to teach someone a lesson, that's how you do the thing. And yeah. poor Steven in this room of gems that were like his mom and kind of going. <laughs> I was so hoping for him to pop one. I was like, uh, I want that. I need that. And it's mm-hmm. going to hurt me. No. The fact that we know that this zoo exists and that the Famethyst is there and is willing to turn on the people in the upper echelons because they've been treated terribly and they know it. And that there's an entire vein of Rose Quartzes who are unaccounted for and mm-hmm. may still be loyal to Pink Diamond. 
we don't know. Yeah. And they also, like, if you did set them free, like, think of with Bismuth. Like, she wasn't aware of time passing. Yes! So, like, they either do or don't know that Pink Diamond was shattered. Yeah, and it... It's going to mess with a lot of heads. Yeah, so this this is Chekhov's zoo. There's no way that what we saw here isn't coming back in some capacity. Mr. Chekhov has set up camp. He's living in my car. (laughs) A zoo, when presented at the beginning of the play, needs to go full Jurassic Park by the end. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, this is my favorite thing. Yep. You, it might. You is, never. Is that actually, not what Chekhov's doing? I would not Just put it past sucrose. I would not put it past sucrose. The dark sugar. Tell me about it. Dark sugar. Uh, and box. just at the very end, Holly getting shown up. Mm. In oh my god, Pearl. different ways. So salty. So salty. Just, I think oh. that was my favorite. Well, part of it was just the Amethyst cheering when she got <laughs> tied up by our Amethyst. Mm-hmm. And Pearl just, oh, you're not going to tell her that because this, 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 and uh, that'll be all. <laughs> Sombra. <laughs> what I noticed from that is that the that'll be all that Holly kept doing, Yellow Diamond did it to her. Mm-hmm. Things that she, yep, things that you pick up from the upper echelons. Oh, dear. If high society does it, I should, too. I, you know, again, me being the uh, most important gem Exactly, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. All right, you guys, we need to go to final thoughts because uh, we have hit our heart out. Yes. So, final thoughts on these episodes, and uh, we're going to talk about iTunes for a short amount of time, but it was great, it was perfect, never change. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Very hurting. (laughs) I enjoyed the hell out of it, and I cannot wait for the episode next week. Uh, Real quick, before we go out, we want to talk to you guys about iTunes. Thank you to everyone who has gone on to iTunes, who has subscribed to our podcast, who has rated it five stars, who has left us a review. When you do that, you help keep us as an after show on the air, because it shows our producers that you like the show, and when you leave ratings and leave reviews, it actually bumps our rank in the iTunes podcast chart and makes us show up easier um, earlier in search results. Yes. We have new five reviews. new reviews. Can I'm not going to re- I'm not read I'm them. not going to read them. I'm just going to read them off uh, and give you guys shout outs. So, uh you guys are alive. Five stars by Wolf Earth Ninja. Uh love 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 this after show by uh Lucky D. Five stars. They're all five stars. Uh oh. great show by our Lauren our Lauren L. Uh a really wonderful in-depth beautiful review. Oh. Uh a Dessert for the Soul by 33 Jet. Oh. Uh and also love this podcast. Many heart emojis. Um, uh, by Jedi, hold on, hold on. I think it's Jedi Death Chain Ranger. Yep. Nice. There we go. Good. Wow. Thank you so much, guys. They're, so, they're very in depth. Please go read them. We don't have time. You all are wonderful. Yeah. And if you are on a, a non-American iTunes store or in Google Play, <laughs> screen cap those reviews and throw them in the hashtag ABTVSU. We would love to read them. Thank you so much for much for watching. Emma, where can the people find you? Well, you can find me at my name, Emma Fife. And if you find me on Twitter, you'll know everything I'm doing because I tweet all the time. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Uh, you can find me mostly on DeviantArt at Doteeth, D-O-E-T-E-E-T-H. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on the social medias and YouTube at Kiaget. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Stay tuned, you guys. Voltron is up next, and we have a special guest in the house. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you next month. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 